Hi, welcome back to the Recovery Daily Podcast. This is your host, Rachel Miller. I'm a grateful recovering alcoholic and stroke survivor. And today I'm going to bring you something a little different, but I promise it will be just as enriching as always. And what we're talking about is how to fully experience the fun and excitement of an NFL playoff game when you are navigating challenges such as visual impairment and chronic daily migraines, like I am. So lately, I would say over the past week, I have been rapidly declining in my um, pain in my head and my dizziness and my inability to see. Um, At first, I thought it was from all the stress that I had undergone in the past two weeks. But um, now I'm wondering if it's not because I'm reaching the end of the month and my migraine medication is, I guess, maybe wearing off. I'm not quite sure, but I've felt a distinctive difference in my dizziness um, in such a way that when I look down, I feel almost like um, I'm going to fall over. And I haven't felt that way in a while. So um, I don't know. I think I'm going to get out the old notebook and start writing down symptoms. Um, I was doing that for a while. And then things seemed to kind of uh, smooth out, like nothing big was changing. So I stopped writing things down and I'm starting to feel a lot of changing right now. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm not feeling so great. But uh, so today, doing listening to the NFL playoff games, I was really excited for it, but it's just, I felt like it just kept getting worse and worse while I was listening. But um, I woke up this morning feeling kind of poopy, and then I went to my 7 a.m. sobriety meeting, and I thought, oh, what a good topic for today. I'm going to talk about how sometimes we just wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you know, um, and we can either carry that with us throughout our entire day, or we can um, just start doing the things that we ne- don't necessarily want to do, but we know that they're healthy for us and they lift up, lift us up. Uh, <clears throat> and that's what was happening to me as I started going throughout my day and um, starting off with the meeting always turns my entire mood around. There's just such lovely people in my meeting. And then talking to my boyfriend and playing with the dogs and we took a nice early nap today so that we would be raring to go for the football. Um, But I don't know. I I just started declining again this afternoon. But I still had a good time, and I wanted to talk about that. So how do I enjoy the football game when I can't watch the TV? And um, there are a few ways that we do it, and it's kind of fun in this household. I'm not going to lie. So, And then, of course, I'm going to be talking a little bit about some of the 
vegan snaps, snacks that we had just to elevate the experience. Um, I have found that football Sunday has always incorporated food. It's It just has to. Um, but I find that when I can't look at the TV, it's kind of fun to look at the food that's laying on the laying on the counter. So, um, so as many of you, well, as all of you know, um, my visual impairment and migraines have made watching TV a no go for me. So I don't watch the football games and. I remember at the beginning of the season, I thought, no, I can't watch football again. I just love footballs, football Sunday. I love, um, you know, Thursdays, Sundays, and Monday nights because it's just an escape. Um, and it's something that my boyfriend and I have always done together. So I felt pretty bummed when this season started and I really was having trouble looking at the TV. So um, that doesn't mean though that I have to miss out on the excitement of the playoffs. And the key for me has been to practice the art of listening. And I really started practicing right away when I started using voiceover uh, for my Apple products. And that was a great tool to help me learn how to listen. And since then, I've kind of moved off of it a bit because my head hasn't been so bad that I couldn't look at the screen. But like right now it is. So at times like this, sometimes I'll pop back over to using voiceover for a day or something until my head starts feeling better. But um, having to navigate the device by only listening is, I found it really challenging in the beginning, but it's something that, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. If you want to communicate to people, um, that's the way I had to do it. And so I learned how to do it. And, um, and I think my listening skills have gotten a heck of a lot better. I do find that I need to close my eyes um, to listen better. Um, I think that I get distracted when I keep my eyes open. When I went to my neuropsychiatric evaluation, I, um, I closed my eyes whenever I had to do any audible memory activity. <clears throat> so... Uh, let's see. So my boyfriend and I tuned into the game today. Um, so we started with the three o'clock game between the Ravens and the Chiefs. And I started off uh, earlier in the day by reaching out to some folks in my family to just see, I don't know, get people excited, see who can harass who, who's who's rooting for which team and all that stuff. So we started out that way. Um, so when the game started, I just immediately faced the other direction. So I faced the wall that my boyfriend is sitting up against where the, where the couch is. And I closed my eyes. And if you haven't tried it, it's a whole different ball game. Get it? 
Anyway, he's in charge of harassing anyone on text who is rooting for anyone other than who we're rooting for. So today, my daughter and her boyfriend were um, cheering on Baltimore Ravens. And um, I was che- we were cheering on the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. So <clears throat> he gets to have all the fun and do some harassing of them. And we'll just say there were lots of Taylor Swift images that um, because, uh, you know, for obvious reasons. So um, so that was kind of fun. And um, we had so I've tried radio commentators, which have definitely a special talent for like painting the picture with their words and making it easier to follow along. And I've heard lots of people my age that used to turn the TV on, but turn the sound off and listen to the radio at the same time. But these days, I think with cable and streaming and such, it's not easy to line up what you see on the TV with what the radio is saying. So it, I haven't found a way to get it to work well like it used to back in the good old days. Um, So we just stick to the TV. And uh, Tony Romo was commentating for the first game. And we really, really love listening to him because he's just, he's just truly excited about the game of football. And that alone is just so uplifting to listen to throughout the game. So I close my eyes and I just let the play-by-play call, um, you know, kind of transport me. And I, um, I visualize the action that's happening on the screen. And by doing this, I notice the crowd. Again, I have to have my eyes closed in order to do this, but I can hear the crowd at times that when I was watching the game, Um, you know, last year or the year before, whenever the last time was that I was able to truly watch a game, um, I didn't notice all that stuff. Um, And now I I notice it. And it's almost like I feel like I'm there more than if I'm watching it on TV. And it feels fairly immersive. Like, I can hear while the commentators are talking the crowd, like I hear the things that the crowds are chanting and stuff that otherwise I don't normally hear. So that's kind of cool. And um, the only catch is that nobody can be talking (laughs) while the game is going, like while the plays are going on or else I can't follow along. So uh, my boyfriend, yes, the best of all boyfriends, is constantly conscious of what I might be missing on the screen that they are not saying. So I think he probably has this challenging role where he's trying to fill me in when something happens that um, that they're not saying anything about. S- say, like, you know, somebody had a personal foul or something like that. I don't really know that that happens until later when they... Um, you know, say personal foul on whatever, but I don't, I, you know, he'll actually describe to me what happened. So that's really nice. 
and um, and he typically, uh, you know, it's taken practice, but he'll be quiet during the actual plays unless he's commenting, commentating the plays for me. Um, so, like, in the last two minutes of the game, when it's really getting suspenseful and exciting, a lot of times he'll kick in and start commentating exactly what's going on on the screen. I know, he's wonderful. And it allows me to, like, get excited in real time, like, as the game is happening. So, it's really great. Like, I have an awesome caregiver. And um, and to make it, of course, a true football Sunday, we love to prepare some tasty vegan snacks. So today we had plant-based chicken wings, chicken wings, get it? Tater tots. And then uh, later we had some plant-based pizza, which is pretty good. If you haven't had uh, non-plant-based pizza for a long time, then the plant-based pizza is pretty good. Uh, If you were to have a pizza hut right beside a plant-based pizza, it would probably be terrible. (laughs) But, um, and then I also followed this up with some homemade York peppermint patty chocolate chip ice cream that I made. And yes, it is vegan and it is amazing. So I have figured out the base to make ice cream vegan and it's perfect. I mean, it tastes to me, it tastes just like uh, vanilla ice cream. So now that I have the base, I have started to switch it up and try different kinds of ice cream. So I did, yes, I was going for mint chocolate chip ice cream, but I used peppermint extract instead of mint extract. So it actually tastes like York peppermint patty chocolate chip ice cream. So that's what we're calling it. But it's super good. And the consistency is like spot on. So it's awesome. So No, being vegan doesn't mean that you have to eat healthy every day. It's fun on football Sundays to get messy, you know, and just, I don't know, gorge. It is for me, Um, even when you're vegan and even when you can't look at your TV set. But I also put together some other recommendations for perfect vegan game day. Um, So some other things are loaded vegan nachos. And basically, it's nachos, but you just use plant-based stuff. So vegan cheese and um, vegan sour cream, that kind of thing. Sometimes these vegan, um, you know, versions of these things are not quite, you know, like vegan sour cream. The consistency is not exactly like regular sour cream, but over time, as I've been practicing being vegan, it doesn't seem to bother me. Like the further away I get from uh, regular sour cream, the vegan sour cream just becomes normal to me, you know? Um, So loaded vegan nachos, there's also buffalo cauliflower bites. And I remember when my boyfriend was vegan, 
a few years ago, and he would make these buffalo cauliflower bites, and he was like, these are amazing. It's just like having um, buffalo wings, and I, like, looked at them, and I took a bite, and I was like, uh, no, <laughs> this is nothing like having a buffalo wing, but um, that's what happens when you keep, you know, when you stick with it. Um, these things, as long as you don't compare them to the original non-plant-based item, like, then it's good. It's a new food. And that's something we keep saying to ourselves now is instead of having buffalo cauliflower bites this, you know, this time around while we're doing vegan, we don't try to compare them to regular buffalo chicken wings. Um, instead, we look at it as a new experience, a new food, and it doesn't seem to be so off-putting. Um, another, another recommendation are vegan sliders, and these can be made with black beans or lentils. There's lots of ways that you can make a patty. And then you just top it with your normal fixins. And then another uh, final recommendation is stuffed jalapeno peppers. So just like uh, regular stuffed jalapeno peppers, but you're using vegan cream cheese and vegan cheese. And uh, sprinkle with bread crumbs and then bake in the, in the oven until they're golden and bubbly. So... Um, these are some things we didn't have all these today. These are just some other recommendations. So not being able to watch the game doesn't dim the excitement for me. Um, we create an atmosphere that works for us and we definitely had a lot of fun today. Just the two of us. He's so helpful to me, um, and always trying to be encouraging and keeping everything upbeat. Um, to make sure that I'm enjoying myself, which is really nice. He doesn't have to do that. It's not his job, but I think he enjoys it. I don't know that he would do it if he didn't enjoy it too. So as I close out today's episode, I hope that you can take a moment to practice gratitude. Um, I think it's important for me at times like this to recognize that what I have is enough. Um, I'm not feeling good. And was this the best playoff football Sunday ever? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. But I was able to adapt, you know. Um, human beings are so resilient. I had a therapist tell me that once. Human beings are so resilient. And it it really was something that struck me. I was talking to my mom yesterday about um, going to psychiatrists and, and therapists and stuff because I'm getting ready to go to one on, on Wednesday. And I remember we were talking about how sometimes a therapist or a psychiatrist or something like that will say something to you that you carry with you for the rest of your life. And um, those are the good ones, the good ones that say something that actually sticks with you for the rest of your life. And and one of mine said that to me, said to me that human beings are are 
resilient. And um, gosh, it just helped me. It helped me deal with, um, I don't know, putting myself first in a lot of ways because I was always so... I was always so concerned about hurting other people's feelings and, and making sure everybody's taken care of instead of putting myself first and making sure I was taken care of. And that's what she was telling me is, you know, if if somebody is hurting, they're resilient. Like they will, you have to still make sure that you take care of yourself. Um, so... There are always ways to adapt and enjoy the things that we love, like Football Sunday, no matter what the challenges are that we face. So that's all I have for you today. And thank you so much for tuning in. Um, Go Detroit Lions. I hope that they get to go to the Super Bowl because they haven't, I think, ever gone to the Super Bowl. So um Although I'm not going to be able to watch the end of that game because I just, I'm giving up. I'm giving up on listening. It's exhausting, but um, I did have a good day. So thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.